0: So, welcome to another episode of the MHOG podcast. I am your host Adam. Now, uh, one of the joys of recording a podcast, or at least ours and uh, many other people, is Skype. Now, Skype is a shall we say fickle bitch. Uh, it's it's a necessary component of what we do. However, Sometimes there's problems, sometimes it's internet, sometimes it's just Skype doesn't want to play. So, uh, during this episode, you will occasionally hear, uh, I'll put some sort of placeholder, maybe a little piece of music. Um, Basically indicating that the Skype session fell out, and uh, so we had to reconnect. So, there's, I think, three different breaks during this episode. So, uh, thank you for listening, we appreciate all your... Love and patience and respect. And, uh, uh, hey, you know what? Share us on Facebook. Maybe not this episode, just because, uh, (laughs) we did have a bunch of technical errors. But, you know, other episodes, other episodes are fun. So, all right, uh, keep it Adam not keep it Adam.
1: Now I your mama's
2: Yeah, I guess we could technically start it, man. I don't know. <laughs> you won't make the full hour. he won't make the full hour. I don't know. I'm, I'm Adam. And I'm the oh rub guy. Yeah.
3: And I'm Wayne.
2: Who, for some reason, sounds like the woodland witch from Snow White. <laughs> did you know Snow White was German? I did know that. There's actually a map out. Um, not I didn't. This isn't how I discovered it, for the record. But there's a on the internet. Somebody created a map which shows where all the different characters are from from Disney movies. Oh, kind of cool. Including like Pixar would have you. So let's see. Who was uh, Snow White? Was German. Uh, uh, Cinderella's French, I think. That makes sense. For sure. Beauty's French. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember all of them. (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's a lot of them. Right, right. Uh, My damn seat's creaking. But so how was uh how was your week, sir? So far, so good. Um, I had
1: a very uh, complicated. Day to day, it was busy at work, but then I got off work, and then I went to um, the uh, Triumph dealership, and I was looking at the Triumphs, and I was just about ready to sign the papers for a Triumph um, until they showed me, and I still I started working out the math. I'm like, something's wrong here. Something just ain't kosher here. So um, I called. Um, my bud over at the Harley Davidson dealership again. I said, Yo, Lon, I said, uh, I said I got some numbers here. Wonder what you guys can do." So he said, "Come on out, man. We're running our, uh, – are uh, premiering the 2016s today." I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll come out." So as I walk in, I pass the bike, you know that 750 that I was looking at, mm-hmm. and I, I passed it and I looked at the price tag and I said, "All right." So I walk past the, the 750 and then I go over and I'm looking. I was, I, you know, I've been looking at a lot of bikes, you know, and I'm, I, I like the irons and stuff. So I was looking at the iron.
2: Right. Right. I like those too. And,
1: um, I saw it and I'm like, I went back to the 750, looked at the price tag again. And then I went over and looked at the new, uh, 2016 iron mm-hmm. and I looked at that price tag. So I went back over to the law and said, sorry, man, I was tied up with a customer. I said, that's not a problem. I said, hey, look, I, I got a number in my head, and I shot off the number that was on the 750. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know, and he's like, that that's the number you're looking for? I said, yeah, I'm looking for that number. So he went back into the finance guy, and he goes, look, he says, uh, Justin's back in, and he's, he's got a number in his head, and this is what he's looking for. He says on what a uh, 2016. Uh, he says I can't do it. I said he said no. This uh, 2015 right here. We just got in. He, they got another 2015 in uh, uh, day before yesterday. And he said, Yeah, I, I think we can do that number. He says, Well, what about the uh, uh, what about the uh, 750? I said just work up the paperwork. And so he, he was working up the paperwork to see what the numbers would be. And he says, oh, by the way, since we got to 2016s and we've got more incentives now, he says, uh, let me, let me knock another 1500 off. It's like, oh, cool. That's awesome. Uh, so it came in. I got a, I, I signed the papers today for a brand new 883 iron. Uh, wow. With uh, cheaper than I could have got the Harley 750 for. Wow. Wow. I, I think the
0: 883
2: iron is the one that I was looking at.
1: I think yeah, it's the it's the one. It's, it's
2: got it's, the slimmer tank on it.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: that's that's cool, man. So yeah. uh, when when do you take ownership of it?
1: Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon.
0: All right.
1: So. Yeah, it was, it was just kind of caught me by surprise too. And then, I got a I got a little story. To, I Wayne already knew where I was at and what I was doing, but. Um, I got a story when he comes on. When, uh, it was just kind of funny. Uh, I mean, they're real nice, super nice people. You know, it's Harley Davidson. They, you know, they they kind of bend over backwards and help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you buy a new Harley, they do at least this is what dealership does. They do an in-house poker run is what it is. So you go to each different department, pull a card out of a deck, and then you know see what your hand is, and then it, see if it qualifies you for anything or you know whatever. Right, right. Um, so, um, um, pulling, uh, pulling cards, you know, and, uh, ended up, uh, I, I'm i thinking of the car. I'm not even thinking what I'm pulling. I'm just pulling shit. And then, you know, hand it. and he goes, dude, you realize what you just did? And I said, no. He says, look what you pulled. He said, uh, you pulled a two of clubs, an eight of clubs, a queen of clubs, an ace of clubs. And my last card was a nine of clubs. Mm.
2: So you are going to the club tonight. I'm going to the club. So I got a I got a flush. All eyes on us. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So I, uh, so uh, he says, uh, uh, go over and uh, pick yourself out a uh, hundred dollars worth of merchandise over in the uh, in the shop. Whatever it was, you want bike accessories like pegs or anything? He said, pick them out. You want shirts? Pick them out hundred bucks. There you go. Just something extra. So that was very cool.
2: Yeah. Did you get a new helmet or something?
1: No, I got uh, got a couple uh, – <laughs> I was going to get, like, pegs and stuff, but the model that I had, they had already done up for the dealership, the one I bought. Mm-hmm. And it had, uh, it had uh, the custom sticky grips. It had uh, – a lot of the irons come with the blacked-out pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one came with the upgrade of the uh, – the uh, better exo- the, the better pipes on them, and they're it's a chrome series, and it's got some chrome accents on it. Uh, okay. So uh, I was like, "Wow, cool!"
2: That's that's the thing about the uh, irons. As much as I like them, and I like the look, you know the the graphite pipe, uh, the graphite pipes at night. You know, it's it's you're talking about like something that's just solid black for the most part. Yeah, like, not totally, but. You know, like you see these bikers, and they'll have. Uh, my mom actually got me because uh, she worked for Harley Davidson. She got me this orange vest, and it's ugly,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but the point is, is that it's it's visible in the dark.
0: Like it's it's very very bright.
1: Hold on, I'm adding Wayne right now.
3: Hey, howdy,
2: and Wayne's back. back. We've already started the show. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Well, we didn't know if you'd be any later, and then Rum's not going to be on for the whole hour anyway, so I figured, all right, well, we'll get started a little early. Well, you'll come in, hopefully, in the next 10 minutes, which is true, and, uh, you
3: know. No, I'm just kidding. All right. What's going on? I, I was just own. telling
2: him about,
1: uh, about the bike purchase.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome.
1: Um. And the one one funny thing is, you know, they do the whole thing. You know, they, they'd like, go out in the dealership floor, and they turn over a bunch of bikes and crack pipes in the middle of the store because I bought a bike. And um, I said, well, hold on a second. I'm sitting in there with the finance guy and, and the sales guy, and I said, I, I bought a, I just bought a brand-new Harley. Aren't I supposed to have, a like, a really hot girl laying on it or something or, or something? Mm. He's like, a hot girl laying on your bike. Yeah, he says, okay. He says, only in the magazines, my friend. So we're finishing stuff up, and I go out, and I've been talking to the uh the girl who works in the uh accessories department, like the shirts and the jackets and stuff the clothing department, so I go out and uh he said, "Well here, us get your picture taken on the bike i said cool so i get I get on the bike and they take my picture, and here she comes and she she's 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 a real small thing, real tiny girl, and she comes out and she has I don't even know where she got it, but she has these little tiny pants on, little tiny shorts. Oh, yeah. She tied her (laughs) shirt up, and she comes up behind me and gets on the bike. Yeah. The shit out of me, because I didn't know she was behind me. So the picture she took looked like I was trying to bite her tits. What? (laughs) (laughs) Because, wait, what? That's nice, Rom. She grabbed my shoulders, right? And I was like, what the fuck? you know? And when I said that, it looked like I was trying to bite her tits.
3: That's great because you really were, and don't don't say
2: you weren't because we all know you. And uh, that was funny. In it was post processing, fun. I'm gonna add, you know, the soft. <laughs> Tell me something good. Mmm. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that was funny. But yeah, it was, um,
1: good experience.
3: I do have a question. You have to cut this out. Are you recording? Yes.
2: You sure? I'm sure. All right. I'm looking at it. I mean, if you want to set up the thing, just in case. I don't know. I'm looking at it. It should be, should be fine. It says the should reason be fine. I ask is because I missed the whole I, first no. part. <laughs> oh, right. oh, no. I thought you were going to say the reason you asked is because I fucked up twice. No, 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 no. I was letting that go. <laughs> All right.
1: All oh, good, man. All oh, good. So tell me, guys, what's going on with y'all? I
3: just left my mom's house. All right. Yeah. And you bit somebody's tits there? I did not. I did not bite anyone's. I did bite him.
2: I just looked like I was in the poop. I didn't bite anybody's tits either. I think we're failing.
3: I think we are. As as, a, as human beings, we are failing. As, as a, human
2: beings, as podcasters, as everything.
3: Everything. We just we're just terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cool. I need a, I need to bite more titty. It seems like that's it. Rand, random titty. Random. Yeah. I don't know if that'll go over well. <laughs> Probably
2: not. Yeah, especially with your pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, know. no, no, no. no. I don't think she well. wants you to bite her titties. I don't think well, she. That's wants how it happened to start. Titties. That's how she got pregnant. I bit her titty.
3: Yeah,
1: he, yeah. Because a lot of people don't know Wayne excretes semen through his teeth.
3: Exactly. <laughs> I teeth ejaculate. <laughs>
2: that, that's uh, that's pretty gross. It's, 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 like it's, venom.
3: it's what happens, you know. I'm like a snake.
2: Yeah, but but different. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's how snakes I'm a, uh, I'm a spitting uh, appropriate, cobra. by the way. A spitting cobra. I'm a spitting cobra. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of gay dudes, I think our friend Manny got a boyfriend. Yes, he did. He
3: did. I, I am completely floored.
2: I'm going to be honest and with you. I don't I, like him. I, I don't <laughs> use, I I saw the picture. The guy was wearing a yeah. bandana. I was like, what is this? Is this like... You know, uh, oh, he's a nice shi-jong. guy. Chong, I don't know. I, I was, I was trying to think of something. I was actually.
3: thinking, I was it's more like, like little, little boy thuggy boy or something. Well,
1: we you know, we, we met that? him at, uh, we met him at the two hundredth show.
3: We did, did we? yeah. Wait, I, I, oh, I was old, That's right, show. yeah. That was that guy that was yeah. I talked he to him for was a good really time. drunk one, and uh, Manny said he was straight. No, he wasn't. That's what Manny told me. No, that dude, no. That's well, now, obviously he's not. But hello, That's the same dude. Pretty sure. Uh, maybe, I
1: don't I mean, know, man, it Manny,
2: Manny was at the two hundredth episode, yes. yes, It was, uh, I don't remember you talked to him for at least an hour,, remember? yeah, I don't remember this. you were doing shots i, I definitely don't remember that in the <laughs> mouth <and> shots, <laughs> uh,
1: remember when we got there and you sat up at the bar and just started drinking. It was like it was
3: eleven a m yeah, he was teeth ejaculating as well, yeah. That's great.
1: Wait.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, congratulations to our friend Manny. Uh, yes. I thank you, you know we're we're happy to hear that you're no longer a slut. Uh, or as oh, far as we you know, he's still, still a slut.
3: A fucking slut, dude. Come on. Uh-huh. But in a good just, way. Just, just because you get you know a uh, 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 you know uh, an every day someone fucking you, it's you know you're still a whore.
2: Speaking of sluts, there was uh, yes. there was another article on the free the nipple movement. Uh, oh, apparently, free nipples. Uh, now it might have been last week. I think it was this week. The free nipple day was was. Uh, Why I haven't was I heard it like on a Monday? I well, yeah, was, I, I, was I was, was upset too. Then. I felt like we should have heard about all the free nipples. Like they were giving them away. It was really nice, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's really you know the free bleeder movement like trust me out cuz it's just flat out disgusting. Yeah. But the free the nipple movement, I actually find pretty you amusing. Like? Well, I do. Well, you like when nipples like, are free. I like some of it, <laughs> I like all of it, but now I find it pretty amusing cuz it's such a silly idea. First of all, the premise is that men in society don't want women to uh take their clothes off. Bullshit. Um, even gay dudes like titties. First of all, like that's exactly. A, it's a it's it's just it's silly, is what so it so is. Talking around as women walking
1: around town topless.
2: Yes, yeah. there were articles on it. Uh, I think uh, it was in the Facebook trending topics, and I clicked on, and I think Vanity Fair. And uh, so, oh, no, it was one of those magazines like Marie Claire or Vanity Fair. But I was pretty amused. At the article, because they were, like, the article said something to, like, this is what's wrong with the free the nipple movement. So, in the picture, first of all, they found the hottest chick they could. Of course. Cause, you cause, have like, to. let's be honest, most of the chicks of the free the nipple, like, look, I've been on a nude beach. I've been nude on a nude beach. They're very all 60 of those be- old ladies.
3: Huh? They're all 60-year-old women.
2: Uh, no, just, no, just, no. just genuinely most, most of the people are unattractive. There are, there are a lot of old people because old people, that's Don't one people weird suck. thing. Yes. <laughs> old people do not give a fuck about being naked. It's one of the most disturbing things to, to do or to, <laughs> excuse me, to see when you go to the gym <laughs> is like when you enter the men's locker room, they'll just be dudes. They're cock out having conversations about really dumb shit and I'm, it's it's very very disturbing like there's no reason for you and i to have a conversation where our cocks are out it's like and that's not even a gay straight thing it's just a this is weird thing but anyway yeah but um but i've been in i don't
3: know maybe it might come to that one day where we're, we're just kind of like you know what well,
1: you've your, your entire up. life without having that moment i'm just saying
2: yeah, I'm going to go I, ahead I'm and gonna, say that's sir. not going to happen. Uh, you know, if you want it to happen, you should know. probably find uh, a new friend. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
3: no, 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 no. I don't want it to happen. I'm just stating the fact that there may be a, a moment where you're like, you know what, dude? I need to take my dick out before I talk to you about this. And no. I'll be like, no there's, don't
2: know. no, there's no facts there. That is that is a factless <laughs> scenario.
3: I don't know about that, Adam. You have to calm down a bit. I
2: don't even know if it has the letters contained in the word fact in that sentence. <laughs> so Got all of them. So, but, but a lot of the people who want to be naked don't necessarily look good naked, which is fine. I mean, what it says is that, like, look, I'm not that attractive, but I'm comfortable with myself. Cool. So they went out and they found, like, a... Fucking hot. I mean the chick had double D, she had like strawberry red hair. Like I could I could just crank one out to her right now. And uh but so the picture is her and she was in a bunch of the pictures. That was the thing. It wasn't like they they went like, Oh, let's go find this dude, let's go find no 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 no. This chick wanted to be front and center on the camera, so she's hot. And then if you look at the picture, there's like thirty dudes behind her. So the magazine I'm I'm thinking if you look at the guys, they all have clothes on every last one of them. And so what I'm thinking was like, like this magazine uses common sense is like, look at this picture. The free, the nipple movement is proposing that women should be able to walk around, you know, half naked, the same as men. But in all the pictures, all of the dudes have, well, there's like one or two dudes with their, with their shirt off, but all of the dudes have clothes on and none of the women do. That's that would be to me the common sense like thing that you take from it. No, no, no. The the feminist thing to take from it is uh, all of these dudes have their cameras out, <laughs> which uh, so that's what's wrong. Like these men aren't really supporting equality. Do do they you, do you think that's day gonna day.
1: change if that was made law? I mean, people would be wrecking on the side of the road with because they're holding their camera trying to drive.
2: Uh, for a while, eventually. Like, well, first of all. Hormones are, in, are are forever. It's, First of all, like, b- besides the beach, <laughs> how often are you really going to walk around without a shirt outside? I don't know. I, I I I don't usually do it on a regular basis. I know that. Well, I know you'll be riding a Harley, biting chicks' nipples, like mean, without right, your right. shirt. I know. <laughs> you know, showing them your Iron 883. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> hi Amy. Anyway, Poor Amy. <laughs> but. Like I love this this idea. Like first of all, I just want to say I know feminists don't listen to this because they they're fucking dumb whores and they don't you know they don't have they don't have the brains that it takes to really understand the Metal Hand of God podcast. But if anybody wants to share this with with one of those dumb Adam
1: students, does not speak for every member of the Metal Hand of God.
2: It, it, all the all the real men on there, I speak for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just want to point out that. Uh, I don't have any look. Even if you're unattractive, if you want to take your top off, all right, you know. Like, I I have more of an issue with it in front of children than I, you know. Like, and I'm talking yeah, eight yeah, or nine years old. Like once once, well, maybe it's best not to have a fourteen year old boy when you got your tits out. Maybe maybe it's <laughs> I, I just I just seems to me there's,
1: it. I don't know. I I don't equate. I don't. Know, this sounds weird, but I don't equate women's breasts as i would the same to
2: a man being topless does that make sense well of course it does because a woman's breast first of all it's part of that's just biology well I understand. most of the us were evidence. breastfed that's kind of where it comes from
1: well i understand that but i mean i don't to me it's still and it's always gonna be yeah, nipples are for decoration yeah, they're just there, dude. I mean, it's not no one. There's not a bunch of women going, "Oh my god, he has the most amazing nipples," and there's no one saying that. <laughs> I
2: think as there probably are. Well, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I just but no, I, you don't hear it, right? You know? But I, I, there's just something about a woman walking around without a shirt on that it's going to take all the mystery out of everything. It's not going to be. It's going to become unsexy. And it's going to become. It just, might. No, it will. I mean, you because you, you're taking away something. I mean, that that's that's the difference to me between. No, I can't even use that as an analogy. I can't. I find okay. I find burlesque very sexy. I find stripping sexy to a point, and then it's over. Now it's just blah. You know, blah, naked people but i I think it's I mean, I understand oh yes you you certainly should have the right to do what you want, but in the same sense, um no I, because what you're doing out in public like I mean, if a dude was walking around with and with five hundred pounds without a shirt on, people would be all people maybe five six hundred they'd be looking at him, going, Dude, come on, really, your boobs are huge, put a shirt on." <laughs>
2: Well, first so, of all, you know, I should be free to be who I am. Uh, <laughs> second of all, let me let me finish my dumb whore thought real quick. Okay. Go ahead. Uh I just wanna point out something fair, that should be fairly obvious. And this is where this is where like one of those reasons that feminism feminism, excuse me, is fucking dumb. Um if you want to walk around topless, alright. That's you know, I'm number one not gonna complain. Number two, I don't really care like it's not there's there's bigger problems in the world and in my life um however um this whole idea that we're not allowed to like get sexually aroused or that that we shouldn't want to take pictures fuck you (laughs) you can go fuck yourself that's first of all that's millions of years of like evolutionary biology um that's just it's literally in our dna we're attracted to breasts uh, yeah it's in it again gay mm-hmm. dudes like breasts like it's not like it's just how it is if you don't like it put your fucking shirt on otherwise shut the fuck up and move on with your life like that's uh, like look, huh oh i'll just say we love titties does anybody love titties more than me no no yeah. one does yep I don't, I, I don't know if you're saying yep to me or just someone else does or whatever either
3: i think <laughs> so says okay. he loves titties more than you
2: yeah. i don't think that's true because if, if you did you would have bit the nipple Moving on. <laughs> Wayne didn't see get his say. Talk about Teddy's, Wayne. Teddy's are nice. I like them very much. Okay. Rome, you. you should have bit that
1: nipple. Thank you. She wasn't topless, dude. See, you well, you know
2: it. what? Maybe you weren't trying hard enough.
1: That's what it was. My shock and awe was because I
3: wasn't trying hard enough. Exactly. <laughs> you weren't hard enough. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> you hear the story? He was iron. You should have ejaculated from your teeth.
2: You know what? Why hasn't – I know Harley-Davidson had a partnership with Marvel at one point. Why didn't they ever make an Iron Man 883? I, 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 I don't, don't know. know I way. don't know. That's a good question. That would have Shipping been like, Iron duh. Like a – can you – you know, you can picture that like a a, like a, a Corvette red with, with like, like paint gold, gold accents. Or, Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or, or they could go with silver. There used to be the Silver Centurion Iron Man. That would be pretty yeah. cool. I don't know. You should write into them. And then you could have like the, what's the name, uh, is the, is the headlight, the, um. The helmet? The, oh, no, the, the, the heart thing. No, the no, fusion, no. the. Core. Fusion core.
1: What do they call that? The the, 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 the star of Asia. What is that? The star
3: of Asia. It's the star of Asia.
1: I can't believe I can't remember this. Uh. The phototectonic
2: Oh shut oh, up! Poor Hickey. Moving on, but hey, Harley Davidson, call out to us. We'll help you design it. It'll be, it'll be great. What's 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 more metal than Iron Man? We're we're in you know.
1: Well, I mean, it's in the name right there. It's a, it's a, there's an alloy right there.
2: Right, right. So. <laughs> <you know. laughs>
3: oh, I can't believe you don't remember what Iron Man's heart is called.
1: It's called a fusion reactor, micro fusion arc
2: reactor. arc reactor.
1: Exactly. It, it was the there,
0: it
3: there.
2: That's what I said. But yeah, that would, that could be the headlight. It would be pretty awesome, I think.
3: I agree. I think it would be sound a like nice. It sell like crazy. <laughs> I don't know if it would sell like crazy.
2: Uh, well, I mean, it would be a limited edition, but I guarantee it would sell out. Guarantee you.
1: Don't you hate it when you're reading something, and you're reading it wrong, and you read it wrong over and over again, and then like on the fourth or fifth time, you're like, oh, now it makes sense. I'm doing that to an article right now. The headline was, Men Helped, and what I read was, Men Helped Twat Train Attack. I'm like, nice. what? It's like, Twat, it's Thwart. <laughs> I kept saying Twat where Thwart was.
2: That's mm. <laughs> because your head's where it should be. <laughs> oh. And twat not on attacked. the activities. I well, will tell y'all what I'm. I'm so glad this week's over. Like it, it didn't have a lot that happened, but
1: it just didn't felt like. Hmm? Isn't it? Wasn't there a show yesterday? No. no, there's one tonight. Oh, there's one tonight.
2: Right. In fact, oh, that's good. Uh, once this is done, we pretty much have to uh, go over there. Uh, it's over at the. Well, it, it'll be tomorrow when this comes out, so it doesn't help to to tell people. Um, no, I just, like, I just felt like this was a trying week. Uh, the whole week it's been like that. And I just, I don't know what it was, but I just remember on Tuesday being like, ah, let's just, let's just finish this. Yes. Yeah,
1: I, 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 hear you, man. It's been one of those weeks. Uh, Wayne, uh, on a side note, didn't you used to have a white van?
3: I did. I, had, I, I found, I found it. it. I had a rapist van.
1: I did. I found, I found your van.
3: How did you know I was my van? well, uh, funny
1: enough, it somehow ended up in Sacramento, California.
3: Oh God, here we go uh
1: white van um and the the residents of the neighborhood in Sacramento are completely outraged uh they had called the cops uh they're they're trying to get it you know and the guy who owns the van wasn't even home mm-hmm. uh, because he's prepping to go to burning man uh okay. stuff ready, and I was like, wow, that's way – because right. On the side of the van, painted in red with bloody fingerprints and hand streaks on it, it says "free candy." That's not my van. It's so your van. No, I just thought it was funny. He he did it as a joke uh, uh, when he drives to uh, Burning Man. He's dri- taking the whole crew in this one van. Oh yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah because like, they do all those weird things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it says "free candy" and like <laughs> blood on the side of his van. <laughs> With like streaks of handprints down the side, like they like trapped in the back end of it. <laughs> oh, that's a good guy to live next to. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the people are really pissed off about it, I guess. But that's funny, a- Adam. You had a van there for a while, didn't you? No, I did not. No. I'm
2: not. I'm not playing into this joke. <laughs> you can kiss my ass. he did. He had yeah. one. Um, I did not have a van. <laughs> it wasn't down by the river? I knew that one. No, it wasn't, but fuck you for <laughs> for, for helping. Just for helping him, fuck you. It had a nice waterfront <laughs> view there, though. No, no, it didn't. It didn't exist, in fact. <laughs>
3: Man, that sucks. And all this time, I thought Rome was right.
2: Yeah, hey. Well, that was your mistake, frankly. You should have known better. Uh, usually, usually. Um, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure, like, if the question is, like, is rum right or is right, rum wrong, the answer is always no. wrong. <laughs> that's
1: true. No, that's only according to Adam, and it's wrong. You know, if I say something, Adam says... Really? You're
2: going to go with, I know you are, but so am I? <laughs> <laughs> is
1: that your defense?
3: No, you are, but what to buy.
1: What is this? The, I didn't realize, uh, here's something else I wanted to bring up, too. Did you realize that, uh, you know, we have... Cops use, uh, you know, they use drug-sniffing dogs. They they have dogs that sniff for gunpowder to find firearms and vehicles and stuff like that. I did not know that they train dogs to sniff out porn. How do you do that?
3: I don't know. Maybe they smell for cum.
1: It's a porn-sniffing dog. Is what busted Jared Fogle for child porn. Really? Yep. A porn sniffing dog. Where, where are you getting this information, just out yeah. of curiosity?
3: It's on it's online. <laughs> well, I believe that you.
2: Well, so is on. my van down the river. If you if you believe you, well, let me let me look it up. <laughs> no, I, I mean I I don't know. I mean I guess that's plausible. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know if,
1: how that would work if it's, if
2: it's used. Then yes. Wait. Well, no. Wait a minute, Oh, dude. What are you? No, there's no way. That, you, <sighs> a two year old black lab
1: has been trained to track down hidden facts yeah, and uh, other devices containing illicit material. That's possible that's, that's literally impossible. That's it's impossible. According to NBC News. Well, I'll NBC tell you right now
3: I tell you it's not it's not impossible because they train dogs, they train uh work dogs to um work. To sense if a person has uh, their blood sugar goes down. Now, how the fuck do you sense that?
2: Because it changes too. in your physiognomy. That's that's different than knowing what kind of files are on a computer.
1: He, did, he apparently he does it. Uh, let's see. Uh,
2: he said Well, he then that he, dog should be president because that dog can do everything.
1: <laughs> it it just took four months to oh, train. Wait, we the are going to have a
2: dog president, Hillary Clinton.
1: Uh, <laughs> not after that picture of her shaking hands with Osama bin Laden.
2: I, uh, yeah, I'm that's I, I I've never seen that, but I guarantee you that's not enough to take her down.
1: I, they, they, it was. Uh, they headed up on uh, online. I was like, really? This is, and it was an old photo. You know, before I get before he died. Yeah, well, yeah, before he died, and before. before Look, <laughs> like if she's shaking actually, hands with can't. him while
2: he's dead, then I'm I, I would vote for her. Like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just – how weird is this that the dog can sniff out child porn?
2: I want to see the story. I don't – I just want to see the fucking dog. I, again, the dog can be – if the dog can do that, the dog should be president. Well, ju- just look up
1: uh, – it's it's uh, right on NBCNews.com. It's right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's amazing.
3: I mean, you can teach a dog to do pretty much anything, man. They're unless not, it's not Unless it's an old dog. Right, you can't teach dog,
2: old dog do tricks. Right, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha, you, Rob.
3: I got you on that one, bro. <laughs>
2: you should both be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that dog knows C plus plus. He can fucking uh, he can program computers too. I guess. Yeah,
1: there you go.
3: That's, that's awesome, though. Animals, yeah. are, co- animals are cool. Um, a friend of ours and a friend of the show, uh, Paul. Yes. Um uh, my I mean, boss's what? brother. Oh. My boss's brother. Uh is uh in the hospital. Oh. Uh he got rushed to the hospital on Thursday. He's doing better, but uh he still gotta stay in there for uh for a while to get his levels back up. He had uh problems with his kidneys. It was, oh, that uh, sucks, oh. man. Yeah, went to the doctor to get some, you know, you know, regular checkup. He wasn't feeling good during the week, and they did some tests on him, and they rushed him straight to the doctor because he was dehydrated and all kind of shit. See,
2: that's why I drink Gatorade.
3: So, just want to say his, his
2: Gatorade didn't have vodka in it, wrong?
3: No, no, and cranberry so, juice. So, just well wishes to Paul. That's all. Just make sure he's. Oh yeah, most yeah. definitely. yeah.
1: Well, that's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad he's gonna be doing all right though.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's he's going up and up now. So.
1: Cool. Very cool. Uh, well, weird music news um, off that. Um, Lamb of God performed on Jimmy Kimmel Live.
3: I watched it. How weird is that? Well, it was even weirder because they they promoted them as the Christian band Lamb of God. <laughs> and well, they was, all aren't really, aren't they? I mean, it was it was in the info liner and everything. It was so fucking funny, dude. I was like, yeah, the Christian band, just because they call them Lamb of God. That's so funny, dude. I love, it. I love those, it. Those guys do not do any research at all.
1: No, not at all. I mean, I, I doubt they knew who they were booking. They couldn't have.
3: So Could I guess not. if they booked Prince, they would be like uh, the king of this country.
2: No, he wasn't the king yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, the son. king of
3: this country's son is going to play on Jimmy Kimmel. Right. That's great.
1: Well, you?
2: I think it's kind of cool that Christian music's finally getting like the attention it deserves. <laughs>
3: Uh, it was actually a really good uh performance man hey the the
2: the, the chick from uh, flyleaf
1: uh, went christian she went christian rock really yeah the not the new singer that the the original singer from flyleaf she went christian rock so that's singing for
3: she's singing for striper
1: now no she's not with Striper. that's your band man that's your band
3: you know it's funny uh, you always say that's my band but um uh, our friend Eddie, Eddie Joubert, he uh, he's like, he bought this the new Striper record. They actually are still together. They put out a cover album.
2: Oh lord!
3: This past year. Please tell
2: me they're they're covering Striper songs.
3: No 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 no. <laughs> They're covering like things like ACDC, Kiss, they did Iron Maiden, they did Judas Priest, and it's actually really good. It's not bad.
1: Well, do they may, they make it a little Christian? Do they go like,
3: you shook me
1: all night long, Lord. <laughs> no. Oh. oh, Lord, you. You. <laughs> uh, I no. want to pray all night.
3: I go to church all okay. day. Ah,
2: <laughs> dude, where, where, dude, did where did the we go wrong? The <laughs>
1: church.
2: <laughs> oh man! See, we could do a Christian album. Man, yeah, we could. We're so relevant talking about striper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got a new record,
3: so I mean, it's
1: that's pretty, pretty relevant. Pretty relevant. Oh, we should get really him on the old show. songs. We should get him, We should get them on the show.
3: I would like to talk to the singer for Striper. Sure. Sure. I just, I, I know what you really wanted, just those spandex pants he used to wear. Oh, yeah, man. Those things. Oh,
1: fuck.
2: Man, so. you would have,
1: if you would have met Caitlyn Ware Nose, it would have been a different <laughs> story, man. It would have been.
2: <laughs> really? What What would the story have been, Rom?
3: It would have been like, in, like just instant baby uh, right there. I would have never been able to get her pregnant. Those things were so tight that my balls <laughs> would be fucking dead.
1: It looked like a seven ten split. <laughs> yeah, for real. Fucking <laughs> like camel toe. toe. Oh, that's awesome. Not really. But it is kinda of funny. And on that note with what? Camel toe is where I have to bow out. Alright. Okay, man. So Since I've you don't got, love us. I've got to go down and finish the day. Um but um you all have uh, a great time tonight at the show and I'm sure we'll talk about it after it's over. Oh yeah, I'm sure.
3: And uh unless it was a complete disaster.
1: Oh, no, we'll still talk about it. That's cool. It's cool. Well we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about it. We're gonna get in depth on it. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. All right, Rome. Well you all have a good evening and uh bye everybody.
3: Later, brother.
2: Okay, so, uh, welcome back to the MHOG Podcast.
3: Yeah, yeah, Rum left us.
2: Right. Well, well Rum called you, and that's why, so when I hung uh, up...
3: Uh-huh. uh that's why it all hung up. Yeah, but, uh... What a dick.
2: Oh, uh, well... Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's what that woman on the on the Harley said. <laughs> nah, I doubt that very seriously. That's right, Amy. He's probably oh, you telling you. She probably said, where's the dick? Oh no. I heard rums hung like a, An beast. a wilder beast. A <laughs> wildebeest. I said rolled dog beast. Don't make me sound stupid. I I'm sorry. I wouldn't I'm do gonna... that to you, man. how do I make you how do I make you sound stupid? By using the wrong word, man. I'm the, look, I'm I'm a very intelligent
0: human being.
2: <sighs> so anyway. So the president uh, or or the presidents were in town this week over in New Orleans. Uh, we still have one to go. We still have one to go. I thought it was today.
3: No, uh, today was um, Bush. No, Bush was yesterday. No, today is Bush. Yesterday yes,
2: was yesterday was Bush. Thursday sure? Thursday was was uh, Obama. Oh, Friday okay. was today Bush. Was okay, yeah, yeah. Today yeah. Right. I'm so thinking, I'm
3: thinking tomorrow was Clinton. That's what I was. Calling. Unless
2: Gerald Ford comes in on a wheelchair. On wheelchair one. Well, well,
3: we can bring in um, um the cancer guy, Carter.
2: Uh, oh, that's right. Carter's still alive. Yeah,
3: he's still pushing it, man.
2: Yeah, I'm tempted to make a joke, but he, you know, like we we've had family members die of cancer, so right, right, right. You know, although he's lived long enough, fuck him. I mean, he's in his eighties. So yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I right <laughs> got weird.
3: Yeah,
2: was awesome. It's like, what the fuck are you looking for? I don't know. Um, like, I understand it. I know people – were. I saw people who might not even normally like Obama who were really excited because they're like, you know, like, it's the Katrina 10th anniversary. We're so excited. You know, like, like it's such a good thing. But I'm, well, from my perspective, I drive for a living, so – It kind of like,
3: sucked. I mean, he blocked up all the traffic.
2: Right, right. Well, and actually, with Obama – I don't know if he. I don't think he was there yet, but uh, I actually literally ran into like the section that he of Shalmet that he uh, he went to because they ended up um, blocking it off and I had to go around. It was it was really a pain in the ass and and I don't like the Obama to begin with, but <laughs> now nah, I I just really I get it and like I try not to be cynical about it because I know it means something to people. But, god damn, I'm like, can't, couldn't you have just given a press conference at home or something like that? Like, I
3: mean, it wasn't, you know, it was kind of an honor to have him here, you know, for that stuff. That was kind of cool, you know. Well, the other thing and is, And it was like, also cool that the other two guys came, too. But, meh, why celebrate the 10th anniversary of this fucking shit? Right.
2: People keep saying celebrate, and it's not really... It's not a celebration, you well, know? Well, it was a parade, though. Which is fucking ridiculous. I agree. I think it's... I think it's weird. Certainly, I don't. I don't even know. I just don't like. And I'm. I'm almost curious about it because I'm like, what kind of parade do you have for something like this?
3: Oh, do you fucking like instead of throwing beads and stuff, do you throw like house debris? <laughs> you know.
2: That would be kind of amusing. Honestly, like, I'd go to that parade.
3: To throw fucking like shingles at people. You know. I mean, it's just. I'm gonna throw buckets of water and shingles. That's what my fucking parade for Katrina would be.
2: Right. I mean, it's just stupid. You know, I was talking to our friend Tim Laddie earlier in the week about it because it's one of those things that I think I think I had actually kind of started talking about it last year because uh, it was it was about a year ago that people started bringing up like, you know, it's the 10th anniversary of, of Katrina and right, uh, yeah, which 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 is still kind of crazy. You know, like it's still kind of mind-blowing to me that it's been 10 years. I mean, it makes it makes sense, but you know, that's a I mean, it's a fourth of your life, a third of mine or a little more than a third of or less, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's it's been a, it's been a third of mine. Um so it's pretty insane that, that it's been 10 years, but uh but I I have, like, a weird relationship with, with the whole hurricane thing. I'm not sentimental about it. We we took some damage. We didn't even find out until, like, two years later that our roof was damaged. So they denied our claim, of course. Uh, we didn't get any FEMA money. We were denied, even though thousands of people got checks that didn't even live in anywhere near the storm or the flooding.
3: Yes, I was the same way.
2: Um I I got into serious financial debt for the first time in my life, and to be honest with you, it's still I haven't gotten out of it <laughs> yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not like I like I think I think anybody who's from this area or from the Gulf South, let me say the Gulf South, because people people always like leave like Biloxi and would have you out of it, even though Biloxi was the city that actually got directly hit. Right, like New Orleans got. People people leave that out. No one's got hit by the wall, uh, like the side of it, and the flooding, like combined with them shutting off the pumps, is what what destroyed New Orleans. It wasn't it wasn't the actual hurricane so much as sort of just the side effects of the hurricane. If that makes any sense, uh, I think we all carry around those memories with us. But I just don't. I'm not sentimental about it. I don't think about it like I. I couldn't, the only reason I know what the day is, today is the day. Today is the 10th anniversary of Landfall. (laughs) I, I didn't even notice that you dropped off, to be honest with you. Yeah, you went away, and I was just sitting here going, "Okay, what? Um, what was the last thing you heard me say?" Basically, you were talking
3: about uh, you were talking about Katrina, and then you said, uh, uh, "Basically, we all should," and that was it.
2: I don't remember saying that. What was I saying before that? I don't remember. <laughs> It's nice that you listen.
3: Uh, I was listening, but I just... I
2: it was. Well, I'll try and... Uh, that's gonna be annoying. But um, <laughs> oh wow. Um, well, I think we all, everyone who who was affected by the storm, I think we all carry around those memories with us. But I don't. And and we all I think we all have our very dramatic memories, you know, like, to varying degrees. But I think people tend to hold on to those more than they should. Like, anyone who lost a family member gets a pass to me. Those are the people who, like, really suffered, you know. And the people who lost everything, that I get... Although I still think, like ten years later, I'm like, eh, you know, should you still be like, like every should you every year be like, oh, you know, Katrina, you know, like I don't, I don't feel that way, right, 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 right. Uh, but I didn't lose a family member, you know, and I, I lost a little bit, got into the debt. That's you know, so I'm, but I also understand that I'm not wired like everyone else is. So it's just a weird thing for me, and. Uh, like, if I sit there and think about specific moments, I could probably, like, uh, somebody, Laddie was talking to me about it, and he, you know, he, he brought up something, and it started to choke me up, I almost cried, you know? But I only did that because I'm sitting there and, like, digging into the emotion of where I'm trying, where I'm remembering what it's like to not know if my family was alive or dead. Like, literally... <laughs> very, very likely could have been dead. Yeah, you know, and then finding out they're not. And so, if I dig into that, I yeah, I can. But my family's not dead, so why would I dig into that memory just just because? Yeah, oh, I agree. Where uh, where were you during during the storm?
3: Um, let's see, I. I got my mom and my dad – I mean, I got my mom and my ex at the time and all the fucking animals, which was crazy. And we basically – uh my mom and my ex were in one car and me and, like, the animals were in another. And we were driving to – uh we went to Florida. We stayed there for about, I want to say – two weeks and like just being in that hotel and it didn't really, it didn't really hit me like too hard until uh, the 31st of August. And the reason it was the 31st of August that I remember is because it's my mom's birthday. Mm -hmm. So we had to spend my mom's birthday locked in a hotel room, not knowing what we had left, you know, in our house. So it was just kind of like that just completely, that uh, just broke me. Like I didn't know, you know, cause they, they were all showing shit that what happened to, to New Orleans. And I had no idea what happened in Metairie at all. You know, like there was no, this is what's going right. on here. This is what's going on the West bank. This, you know, it was all what's happening in New Orleans. You it know? was,
2: it was people like either stealing like TVs and bread or, Some guy on a roof with with an AK-47. Right. You know, it was a lot of Third World Nation shit.
3: And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck, what's going on? You know, I mean, is, you know, is my house completely gone? I don't know. You know, and it was just like a, it was the fear of not knowing, I think, what, you know, got me.
2: Well, that's all, I mean, a fear of death is essentially just a fear of the unknown. I mean, that's, that's what all fear comes down to. And uh and it was a new experience I mean it was it's a weird thing to one day look at a television set and the place you grew up in is now a third world nation you know it's 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 pretty pretty insane um I I don't want to go into the details of like cuz actually my story is fairly complicated but but I I was uh at uh my friend Josh's family's He's got an aunt that uh she's she's deceased now uh but she didn't even really like them but uh she let us stay at her farm in Lafayette. And uh and there was there was there was their family which is three kids and the mom and then like three dogs and then like three or four stragglers on including myself. So it was pretty it was yeah. pretty crazy.
3: Yeah, our hotel room was uh one two Seven people in one hotel room. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then we had uh, – luckily, I did some phone calls, and I found a veterinarian. I brought the dogs and cats over there, and at that time, we had four dogs and six cats. Mm-hmm. And and uh, we had five dogs because my friend's dog was with us. Actually, our friend who's playing tonight, his his grandmother and him and their dog was with us. And, uh, so we had all those brought over there, and never to this day did I ever find out, but the veterinarian and someone who was a client there paid for our everything. Wow. They, they, they said that the veterinarian came out and said, look, no, they don't, it's all paid for, um, some one of our, Clients wanted to do something for you guys, so they paid for your stay and everything. So that that's, was really fucking cool, you know. I, other than that, you know, I mean, I wouldn't have known what we would have did. I mean, we didn't have like uh however much money it was going to cost. But. I was
2: paying things on a credit card. Frankly, that's where I was, that's that's where the debt, like first time I got into debt, was was, um, and it's pretty astounding, um. You know, you're talking about a situation where literally families got, like, separated and lost. Uh, like I said, my family, stupidly, uh, my mother and my brother and some some other family members went up to my nanny's, who's, like, uh, on, out in Folsom, and they were like, oh, we're going to stay up there. And I was like, that place isn't very stable. And they're like, no, no, we'll be fine. And then my mom called me, literally – 2 hours before landfall and was like uh yeah it's it's getting pretty rough out here we're going to we're going to start driving I was like you're going to start driving now you're going to be on the road as the hurricane's hitting I was like are you are you fucking kidding me are you fucking joking like you you are you insane like i told you to leave and you 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 know but anyway so and the you know the one of the weird things of uh, about Katrina was uh how it it instituted uh a leap in technology for the, the the residents of the Gulf Coast. Because at the time very few people had text me- messaging and text messaging seemed stupid. Um but a lot of people had those those idiotic um walkie talkies, if you remember those. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fucking uh what was that that Nextel? Yep. Nextel and Sprint had just joined up, which was another thing, because Sprint used to be an amazing company, and then they bought Nextel, and literally, so it's been 10 years since Sprint has been shit. Like, Sprint Sprint almost overnight became a horrible company, but uh, my little brother had the the walkie-talkie thing, so and so did um, you know, I mentioned him from time to time uh, Chris, the the guy who, you know, was like a brother to me, and like I was there when his kids were born and all that. Um, he had one too, and so uh, Josh's brother had, had had the walkie-talkie, and I knew that. So when we when we caught up with them in Lafayette, I said, "Hey man, can I use your walkie-talkie to to, to call? First of all, call my family and see if they're okay, because the the regular phone lines just they're not working. They're just right, right, right. everybody's calling at the same time. The, the phone lines are fucked." And he was like, Yeah, sure, what's his number? And I started giving him the number and he's like, No 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 no. His walkie talkie number. And I said, Are you what? Are you fucking kidding me? There's a separate number for the walkie talkie. He's like, Yeah. I was like, that is the most useless shit I've ever heard in my life. Why the fuck do you have that? Like it's like like <laughs> I didn't have their walkie talkie numbers. I'm like, Alright, so I think it was I think it was uh four or five days before I found out if my if my family was okay. And, uh, Chris ended up in Lafayette as well. Um, and his family was split up. His, his, his son went with his wife to Kentucky and he stayed with his family, uh, and his baby girl. Uh, but they, they, when they left, they didn't think they, they, they didn't think it was actually going to hit. So, well yeah, nobody did. I right. mean really was, nobody
3: was thinking it was gonna be, you know, three months before we can get back to our houses and right, lives, right. You know?
2: It was all pretty poor planning on everybody's part, but um but yeah, like family split up and stuff like that and um but it's also it's interesting, you know, and it's in a in a way it's a nice reminder in this age when you know, there's been what, like nine shootings in the last week? I think there was like nine shootings in the last day. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some honestly, of it. Honestly, there was a
3: lot. that right. Over the last two days or something.
2: Yeah. To To be fair, like I'm I'm conflating the ones locally where cops were 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 gunned down for no reason with with like the guy in Virginia who, who killed innocent right. right. Well, you know the cops were innocent too, or as far as we know, but. Um, so I'm a little, you know, so there's, there's obviously there's been a lot more shootings than that, but, um, in this day and age when everybody just seems like an animal, like people just behaving literally like feral beasts. Um, it's nice to sort of remember like the depths of human kindness that you saw, you know, you saw it for September 11th, you know, you saw it, you know, and you saw it a couple of years later for this. Um, I don't sentimental. <laughs> I don't sentimentalize uh, Katrina except for one thing, and I'll tell a story. It's it's probably the only story you'll really get out of me as far as this is concerned. Um, There is a comic book store. There's two comic book stores in Lafayette that I know of, or certainly at the time. Uh, One of them is sort of a – Wayne, you'll be familiar with Second and Charles – but for people who aren't from here, there's certain, there's some weird stores out there that are somewhere between a comic book shop and a Walmart. Like they'll, they'll have all kinds of different items like toys, uh, books, magazines, comics, uh, DVDs and music. Like it's, it's just sort of a, it's kind of like a thrift store for, for 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 pop pop culture. culture. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like thrift is kind of a, I mean, it's It's sort of inaccurate because it's new stuff and old stuff. Like people trade things in, what have you. But, um, there's certain stores like that and there's different examples of it around the country. Um, so there's one of those there. And then there's a store called Acadiana Comics. And they're actually right across the street from each other, which makes it worse. So, um... Uh, I'm up at that farm, and there's not a whole lot to do in Lafayette. It's actually a fairly nice town, uh, but there's not a whole lot to do except for go go eat or go eat. the mall was was shit.
3: Then, then now it's grown like six times its size.
2: I, I mean, you and I went there not terribly long, a couple of years ago, and it didn't seem like it was there was that much more.
3: Well, in comparison to you know. That time, it has grown.
2: There's so, plenty of business. It's 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 always got new business. I'm just saying there's not a lot to do exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, you can go to the movies. You can go eat. You know, the mall was shit. But you can go to, you know, they had plenty of big box stores and stuff like that. So really all there is to do is either sit or spend money. You're right. Uh, and um, we weren't even, like, in a hotel, you know, where, like, for you, like, there's nowhere to go if you're in a hotel. You're just on top of people, basically. And uh, for us, it wasn't that bad, but we drove around, and uh, so I, I told Josh, "Look, um, would you mind stopping at a comic shop with me?" And because uh, I'm depressed, and even though I shouldn't spend money, it's on my credit card. I'm just like, screw it, I'm, I'm, I'm buying some comics, you know, because that's my, it's I can either have literal comfort food or I can have metaphorical comfort food. So right. let's let's do this. So um so we go to Acadiana Comics and um there's a woman there who you know, I'm really bad at judging a age uh, almost at AIDS for some reason. I don't know I'm what really I'm right. really
3: hard at judging AIDS.
2: Yeah, I'm really hard at like figuring out like if you're if you have a terminal illness. Um <laughs> so, um I think she was probably maybe in her early fifties at the time. Maybe, probably not, I don't know. I, whatever. She she was older than me. Uh, her name's Miss Teresa. And, uh, so I go and I pick up various things. (sighs) You know, I'm trying to think, I think at the time I can't, I I think Lafayette might've even been out of date because, uh, for the comics industry, you know, Hurricane Katrina was a huge thing because, uh, (laughs) they couldn't get our books out. Like they couldn't, there was no service centers and stuff. Everything was sort of blocked up. Uh, but maybe Lafayette had, it. I can't, I can't remember, but, uh, but I found, like, I think, I think I took $45, $50 worth of comics, and, um, and, uh, you know, comic shops are, the good ones anyway, always feel like mom and pop stores, so she obviously recognized that I hadn't been there before, and was like, hey, how you doing, and, you know, I was like friendly, and let me know if you need anything. And then as I was going to check out, she starts talking to me, and she's like, yeah, you know, I haven't seen you here before. And she's like, are you uh, one of the refugees? Because that was the big word at the time. Everybody yeah, was like, yeah, I'm a refugee. Refugees. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. You know, like I'm not – I wasn't really looking to talk about it or whatever, and I'm not I'm not trying to make myself sound dramatic or a victim. I'm just you – yeah. Know, at that point, the, you know, this is a couple days in, we're all just kind of shell-shocked. Pretty much. You know, there's just, like, like you can either be a super dramatic person that's going to make, like, tell a sob story, or you would just freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was certainly under, like, I don't, I, I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm ever going back to work. I don't know, you know, if my family's alive or dead. I don't know, you know. So we're talking, and she's asking me about things, and, you know, and I'm responding politely. I don't know how into it I was. And at the end of it, I was like, all right, well, you know, it's good to know y'all are here. It's like, this is a nice shop. And so she goes, uh, so I pushed the books towards her and she was like, no. Nah. And I was like, uh, what? And she was like, no, nah, no, nah, you can take these. And I was like, um, it's so, I mean, I'm not stupid. Clearly, like, I, like it tweaked in my head. Like I was like, oh, she's, she's not going to charge me. And here's the thing you need to understand. This is a small business. Right, right. So it's not a mega store. Right. They like just giving away $50 worth of comics. I mean, it's not $50 worth of goods to her, but it is like no profit minus whatever she, she the cost was. Right. Um and I said, "Ma'am, like I really appreciate this. Thank you so much." But it's it's a it's comics. <laughs> like as much as I I want this and I need this, I mean, if I can't afford to give you money for it, I shouldn't. It just shouldn't be in here, you know. Like I should be just smelling it or reading at Barnes and Nobles for free, which I did do several times. Um, but I said thank you, but I mean, I can't. I can't take this from you because it was, it was a small thing to me. But it, well, I guess it was a small thing to her too. I don't know, but it was something that's so irrelevant. Right. But this woman, all she could do to help was just to give me this little bit of comfort for free, you know, which and is, I'm sorry.
3: I said, which was really cool, you know, really nice gesture of her.
2: Right. Like it's going to, I mean, granted, what the person did for you is another level. That that was a few hundred at least. Yeah, yeah at least. You know? um, this wasn't nearly that dramatic, but. She didn't have to do that. Like, no. like, it's just the the depths of human kindness, and I never forgot that. Um, I went back, and well, I almost didn't go back because I was like, I got to pay her this time. I can't – like, I don't – It it was this weird thing where I wanted more comics, but I didn't want her to feel obligated to do it again, and I didn't want to put her in the position where she would need to do it again. Right. But I was like, no, I'll be insistent this time. And I went back, and she wouldn't take my money. I'm like – I was like, I, I don't I'm like I don't know what to say. Like, thank you so much. I you know. Uh but since then I go every couple of years down there and I try to buy some stuff from her. And I know for a fact that that store fell on hard times. Um the uh the oil spill that that wiped out a lot of business in the Gulf South. Yeah. Um the way comic shops work is They buy from the distributor Diamond, and they owe that money. You can't return product to to Diamond. There's no, there's no like, oh, the the return policy. If it doesn't sell, it's your problem. Right. You just got to figure something out or eat the cost or whatever. She had, you know, a lot of people who were on oil rigs who would. uh, Now, bear in mind, when you're on an oil rig, you're usually on there from anywhere from a week to three weeks. Oh, yeah. So, these people would have books on order that would sit there, and they could have like a couple of hundred dollars worth of books sitting there through the length of their period. Like most of those people probably did. Most of them had like, you know, $7,500, whatever.
3: But still, I mean, if there was like 10 of them, you know, that's still a lot. Right.
2: And there was probably more than that. And when the oil spill happened, those companies just sent them on their way.
3: Right. And it kind of fucked her, too. So uh,
2: Kind of isn't the word. They lost. Thousands. More than it's – it would be inappropriate for me to comment what I what I understand actually happened to them. Jesus. um, They had to move into a smaller store, which is the least of it, and uh, just got hit really hard. I always tell people, if you're in Lafayette, please go to Acadiana Comics. I'm nothing against the store across the street from them, but I know that store is doing fine, or last I heard they were doing fine right these people people could use your business
3: yeah and they're really nice people obviously
2: right like like i said she didn't she she just didn't have to do it you know and i i was actually planning to go tomorrow on sunday go down there and buy some stuff from her but it's just not gonna work out and i was kind of hoping to get somebody to go ride with me so i'm not just driving for three hours you know oh and then actually i found out that she's closed on sundays these days so well uh let's uh make a plan
3: to go out there one weekend man um 'cause you know caitlin they they lived there for a long time
2: in What, Lafayette. during the storm,
3: and no, and laugh yet, no, uh she actually her and her friend Don moved there- and uh that's where they lived and worked for a long
2: time. Oh, no, I didn't know that, yeah, yeah, so
3: yeah, she likes to go back all the time, so if you ever want to go, man, we can all just get together and go over there. I fun.
2: would very much like to go one weekend soon, like I said, just to go uh just to go buy some books from her and yeah, that cool.
3: I'd that'd be into that. That'd be fun. Maybe, so pick, make sure I got some money to come pick up some stuff, too, because I'm always into helping nice people, you know, fuck. Her. Right. You
0: know,
2: it's just um, it's it's a weird thing. Like, uh, I'm I'm always a little more sentimental than I think about all this, but it's just not something I, and I don't think it's healthy. I think if you didn't lose a family member. I don't think it's healthy 10 years on to, to keep, like, thinking about, like, that time. I mean, it was it was it, a horrible thing that changed your world. It changed, I mean, it absolutely changed your world. You're right.
3: If you didn't lose a family member, then, you know, stop thinking about the, the computer and the Xbox and the sofa and whatever you fucking lost. Material things aren't bullshit. That's just bullshit. I mean, look, I lost a lot of shit during Katrina, okay? Like, five foot of water in this apartment. And, oh, you
2: were at that apartment at the time?
3: Yeah, yeah. I had anyway. just I had just moved in. Oh, wow. And, uh, like, uh, I was here maybe a month, and most of the stuff was still downstairs unpacked, you know, like it was still in boxes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, I lost all that. I mean, everything that was downstairs, that was gone. And then on top of that, the people who were fixing my apartment stole shit from me. Wow. So, so you know, and I even had locks on my doors upstairs that they broke through the locks. And stole my shit. So, just to show you the <laughs> niceness that the people were <laughs> that were during those times, you know, and 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 like, not only did they do that, you know, and stole my stuff, then they tried to lie about it. We found it all at their apartments, you know. I actually got some of it back. You know, it was just crazy, man.
2: It was really, really fucking insane. The New, New Orleans was the Wild West for about a year. Yeah, like like undoubtedly like I mean, you're talking about like it's so funny. I don't think about it this way, but those scenes from The Walking Dead where they're walking around like these barren areas where the power just, you know, like everything seems dirty and like it hasn't been touched or cleaned in years. A lot of sections of Metairie in New Orleans were like that, and some of them like out in New Orleans East still are. It's it was I mean, it's pretty insane.
3: Yeah, it's pretty much the same. If you go out there, I mean, look at Jazzland. It looks
2: like a fucking barren wasteland. Well, you can actually – you don't even have to go out to Jazzland. They, they, use, they use Jazzland as it is to film the Percy Jackson uh, and the Sea of Monsters, the, the ending, and the, the abandoned theme park. Oh, did they really? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, there's CGI for, like, the monsters and stuff, but right. – No, they were really there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's pretty, it's uh, oh right, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, I forget that too. But yeah, there, there was certainly the the juxtaposition of the depths of human kindness and the depths of like just scumbaggery. You know, people like I said, people faking like like giving out fake addresses and stuff like that to steal money from FEMA. Oh yeah, and, I, when people who really needed that money literally to live on.
3: Look, look to this day. To this day, I still pay the federal government money back because I had to take out a fucking SBA loan because FEMA wouldn't give me any money. Mm -hmm. So I had to take out an SBA loan to replace my stuff that I lost during a storm that wasn't my fault. So now I have to pay every month to pay these guys back. And I'll probably pay this shit off, I don't know, in the next 20 years.
2: Right. It's pretty, yeah, I don't know it's it's weird, but but you, hello <sighs> and we're back,
3: yeah, so anyway, yeah, like I said, I probably would never pay this shit off in my lifetime, I mean it, it it's such a big loan, and I don't know, I don't know it. I wish they would just forgive these loans. It's been fucking 10 years. But I'm probably one of the only people that's paying it back. <laughs> wow. Well, fair enough. I don't know. It's... I, think it's, I think it's horrible that people like me, uh, my mother, uh, you know, I, and I know several of you guys. I know several other people that applied for FEMA assistance and then get shit.
2: Yeah. So. You know. No, it was uh, – I'd say there's a lot of things that I don't take as harsh a stance against the government, uh, at least in this instance, as other people. But the handling of the disaster relief was unacceptable, like just like no accountability. I know rich people who got like double checks, and some of them yep. thankfully like returned it. I actually
3: knew I knew people who got no damage at all where had power, and they still got like thirty grand. Yeah, and I'm like, this is fucking obnoxious. I have nowhere to live. I lived in this apartment. Uh, when we got back, I lived in this apartment with no bottom floor
2: because
3: mm-hmm. the bottom floor had no walls. Right. Um. And my mom, my childhood home is gone and she had to live in that wreckage of a house for months because she had nowhere else to go right and you know it, it was pretty shitty then she had to live in a fucking wreck of a FEMA trailer you know so it was just it was just a whole fucking bullshit everything was just bullshit
2: yeah. And the, the crazy thing about it was, like, there were people looking for jobs. They could have easily put some of that money into hiring people to, like, investigate and make sure it was going, you know. like, like And I think eventually they did hire some people to uh, to do more. But it's – I don't know. it's It's crazy. Like, we think of ourselves as this advanced society, and we're certainly more advanced than any other society in history. But when it comes to, like, just basic stuff – you know, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, <laughs> it's not a whole lot the same way. I don't want to keep, like, going over the same shit, but yeah. it just, I don't, I do hope that people, you know, don't want to have, like, some sort of 15-year, like, oh, it's been 15 years since, I don't want to see 20 years. You know, our parents lived through Betsy.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, did, P, I don't think people, you know, did, like, a 10-year, Nobody like, celebrated Betsy. Betsy. Right. I mean, and and again, people keep using celebrate, but what they really—it's just shorthand for uh, commemorate. I know, you know. And but there, there, like I said, there are weird things like uh, a parade, right, going on. There's and there's more than that. There's been some weird stuff that people have done, you know. And I don't know, but but you know, I will give give people this. I thought it was going to be horrible. I thought like I I thought I would want to like turn off Facebook for a year. Around after after watching people talk about it during this time. And people have actually been pretty, mostly pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. they haven't really
3: said much. So I, I'm okay with that.
2: I did, I did see one person talking about how amazing Kanye was during that time, and I <laughs> literally wanted to stop associating myself with that person. I was like, <laughs> I serious. Would,
3: I would have unfriended that person right away. <sighs>
2: I was like Kanye West? Are you serious? Like that's that was actually my first exposure to Kanye West was his words about Katrina. And yeah, I was, mine too. I was the only person. I was like, who is this dude? I don't know who this guy is. I wanted to go find him and have words with him. <laughs> uh, By words, you mean punch him in the face? I'll probably not go that far. But
3: that's the kind of words I want to have with people.
2: But he? Well, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, they, gotta gotta get that. Temper under control, buddy. I know. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Uh, but, but no, um, no. Just like the. And I don't want to go too far into that, but just the level of ignorance that he sort of ex, uh, espoused. Like and yeah, it still was goes it, to this day. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but it was a different. I think that was on another level where this this dude's like out there running his mouth about race. Yeah. and I'm like, dude if there's like if number one could not have been a more inappropriate place to bring that up like could not like that that thing was about them raising money for for you know peop for victims and you're like, uh oh, you know George Bush doesn't care about black people I was like uh yeah okay I was like there's you know there was more than just black people down there just so you know um but anyway whatever it's it's a uh, Oh, like, uh, we, we probably won't ever bring this up again. Nope. Oh, uh, if, if, if five years from now, hopefully we're still running and hopefully doing much better than we are now and <laughs> make money off this, you know. Uh, but, uh, you won't hear us talking about this, but, I don't know. I, I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't even sure I wanted to talk about it at all. Uh, it's cool. I mean, it,
3: I, I didn't care either way. You know, I mean, I figured whatever, we'll bring up a little bit. That's fine. Well, you know? I mean, it's the, it's the anniversary, so we should, you know, bring it up or mention it for a second, you know, that kind of stuff.
2: It's in the air. Hmm. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about?
3: No, man, I'm good. Yeah. I actually don't have much, you know. I,
2: I. Yeah, I'm good. Well, hopefully the show tonight uh, will go off on a of hitch. This is definitely the weirdest show you've ever booked.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, It's going to be an interesting one, that's for sure.
2: Corey Max doing his, I don't even know what you call it, like his beatbox sort of electronic music. Um, But he's doing
3: it in between a death metal band and a
2: folk alternative? Folk Folk alternative band, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we need to talk to Paul about getting his name simplified Gorgonopsian.
3: Yes, Gorgonopsian is the name of the band. And then Corey Mack and sometimes the fall.
2: Right. Oh, before we get off, I meant to mention this earlier. So uh, some of you may or not be familiar with Eric Hollerbeck. He's been on our show before and we've been on his. He uh, he posted a, uh, as he put it, explosive episode uh, on his podcast Yes. Very recently. Now that's the Highway Diaries with Eric Hollerback. Now, Hollerbach. Now, H O L L E R B A C H. Eric Hollerbach, the Highway Diaries. Um, it's it's something that Wayne and I have talked about privately. Um, like a lot of it's focused on a specific comedian in New Orleans who um is a huge detriment to the New Orleans comedy scene, even though the comedy scene isn't finished building. It's still a ways away from being a real, like viable scene. Um, but if you listen to the whole episode, it's really about the way New Orleans comedians treat both comedy and each other and why the scene isn't as stable as it could be. You know, um Wayne and I've discussed this repeatedly because we're sort of in the comedy game. Like not we're not comedians, but we are involved in that community to some degree or another.
3: Yeah, we have a lot of friends that are mm-hmm. comedians and we do the the, com- the comedy show once a month, a twist, you know. I mean we try to help this community build, you know, that's what we're trying to do.
2: And uh, part of the episode, the episode's a bunch of clips, and uh, they took a, or Eric took a clip of the two hundred. What, what wasn't supposed to be the two hundredth episode, but ended up being the two hundredth episode, where I was talking about. Uh, and I didn't name this comedian. He is named Eric Hollaback's episode, but uh, well, I mean, <laughs> the the comedian's name is a- Andrew Polk. And uh, at the time, I didn't want to give this dude any sort of credibility. I didn't have any desire to. To give him some sort of focus on our show, uh, I didn't realize Eric would eventually decide to do this. In, in which case, I would have. But, um, but yeah, this individual, Eric, uh, not Eric, <laughs> Andrew Polk, <laughs> yeah. tried was bashing bashing our show under a fake name on Facebook, and uh, so there's a clip of that in the episode.
3: Not not the podcast, the actual comedy shows.
2: No, no, no. There's a clip of our podcast in, in there. In that. No, no, no. no. I'm saying that Andrew was
3: bashing the comedy show.
2: Right, right. He wasn't... Yeah, I'm sorry. He wasn't bashing the Metal Hand of God, but he was bashing Full Metal Comedy. Um, not so, To be honest with you, the amount of work that we put into... Well, we put in more work to Metal Hand of God, but we put in a lot of work to both. So, uh, not that much difference, really. And, uh... But go check it out. It's a very interesting episode. It's very, uh, it's very enlightening. And to be honest, like, in my opinion, it is, uh, as honest as you get. Um, I believe pretty much every word of, of what goes on that episode. Uh, though I wasn't there for most of it. And, uh, it does end with, uh, Eric's been running the, a comedy Roast Battles, something that apparently started out in Los Angeles, and he's got a New Orleans version of it down here, and so there's uh, a Roast Battle between Jake Potter, who's been on our show and, yep. and hosted many of the... Of our comedy shows. Uh, and uh, our friend Kyle Smith, and uh, it's pretty incredible. Like, like that's six minutes, it might be a little longer than that, but like eight eight to ten minutes of them battling. That alone's worth it, and that's at the end of the episode. Cool. So, uh, and then Eric will be on this week? I believe so, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm not really sure how that's going to fold out because we're going to have three episodes that week that we're recording, so. It's going to be interesting. Uh, so, that, actually, that'll probably be out a week from, from this Sunday. That'll probably be out next week. So, uh, assuming everything comes together. But uh, but go check that out. That's the Highway Diaries with Eric Hollerback Ends with an H. And, uh,
3: Hollerback, y'all.
2: And thank you so much for everyone who supports the Middle Hand of God. I know this is a weird episode, and I'm gonna have to cut <laughs> this together, and it's it's gonna be pretty jumpy. I might have uh, to yeah. We, we had some bad Skype issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, that's what happens when you record
3: with Skype. We can't help it, you know. It's right? Like we, have
2: you know, people complain, but it's like, look uh it's that or nothing, like you know uh unfortunately,
3: we do do guests from out of town. we do you know rum is not in town with us ever, so it's kind of hard to have all three of us on the show right if we don't skype so you know,
2: and honestly, until, the sound quality is pretty pretty damn good for the most yeah. part like I we mean, have we have issues we certainly I mean, have
3: issues. In, in, until we are able to afford a thousand dollars worth of sound equipment and telephone call stuff.
2: <laughs> uh, and you know it's very possible that one day we'll we'll all be in Savannah. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, that is too. So, so we'll see. We'll see. It, it, it's only
2: the beginning. So thank you all, and uh, I think we're going to go ahead and end this here. And we got to get ready. Hope, hope hopefully we'll have seen some of y'all at the Babylon.
3: Yeah, so hope we see you guys. And, all uh, right.
2: Oh, and don't remember, don't forget, uh, Full Metal Comedies this Friday at the Twist of Lime. If you're in the New Orleans metro area.
3: Oh yeah.
2: So hopefully we'll have a new host. All right, guys, I doubt it. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you want to, you want to? No, oh you hit it, man. It's, it's... No, you it's... hit it. All right, all right. Well, I was your host, Wayne,
3: kind of. I was kind of Adam. And rum left early. And remember to keep it metal. <laughs>